Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, a co-production of EWTN Radio and SpiritualDirection.com, where we provide you with a spiritual haven of rest and explore the riches of the wisdom of the saints and the path to union with God. Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio. This is Dan and Stephanie Burke, and you have stumbled on or purposefully tuned into your radio haven of rest. Your hermitage of the heart. Your monastery of the mind, where we lift our hearts and minds to heaven to draw on the wisdom of the saints, the magisterium, the teachings of the Catholic Church, long-standing insight from across the ages to help us to navigate this challenging life that we're in. Yeah. So are you ready for the show? I'm ready for the show. You got some rest. I got some rest. <laughs> Unusual. <laughs> God be praised. It's funny because when you when you have a, a rest score that's low, but it's way higher than it usually is, you're just like on the clouds. Right. Very grateful for what I got. Okay. Today, we, we have a few questions that have come in about this one secret of the spiritual life, and it's a one of three, and I'll give the three, and then we'll talk about the one. And the three uh, necessary conditions, which means they're um, uh, maybe structures that we can have in our life, their relationships, aspects of our life that really help spiritual growth to go like a rocket ship. And the three together are clarity, which is speaks to for constant formation, the saints and studying uh, the, the spiritual life of the faith, all of that community mm -hmm. is the next one. And the last one is accountability. Community is the one we're going to talk about today because we've received questions about community. Now, the thing about community, unfortunately, most Catholics don't know what it is. And the reason is, is because there used to be dense populations of Catholics all over the world where you'd enter into that community and you would have, like if you looked back um, at, uh, I used to run the National Catholic Register, and if you look back on the register or a, or a church bulletin from the 1920s and 1930s, you will see more resources and more activities, I actually have seen it my, myself, than you could ever imagine possible in any parish. What does that give you the opportunity for? Constant connection with the faith in whatever way you want. For young and for old, for fun and for serious and for liturgy and for worship, all manner of things. Now, unfortunately, uh, that is dissipated dramatically in most places of the world. And so community, intentionally rebuilding community, is one of the secrets to really growing spiritually and trying to solve the problem of Catholics being isolated. Like you could be a faithful Catholic in a parish and you might be one of five who are faithful, right? I'm not picking on anybody. I'm not judging anybody, but everybody knows this to be true. We're having difficulty in our time with the data itself, just the surveys. You know, I didn't have to be judgmental is that 70% of Catholics don't even believe in the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist, mm -hmm. right? And this is in ordinary form churches, uh, the most common kind of Catholic worship, if you will. Seven out of ten of the people who attend those parishes or are part or claim to be Catholic don't believe. So why does this happen? It's because, the, in part, the dissipation of Catholic culture. So the, the, the necessity of community, of rebuilding that in our lives, which we can do, is super important. So this is the first question, and I'll let you 
take the first shot at it. Okay. Stephanie Burke. Okay. I've heard you speak about the necessity of Catholic community for spiritual growth. How do I find and choose a community? Hmm. Wow. Okay. How do you find and choose a community? Pray. No, that's the first step, right? Need to pray. Ask you need Lord to pray to a lot. Together. Ask the Lord. And, and, and Our Lady, you know, tucking that into your rosary, um, the Lord, you know, we have that beautiful scripture verse that says, resist the devil and he will flee, draw near to the Lord and he will draw near to you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so if that desire has been placed on your heart or you've heard this and you go, oh, yeah, I think they're right. This, this sounds important and I'm isolated, which is the devil's playground. He wants to keep us isolated and alone. I need to draw to others. I need to find my pack and run with it. I need to find uh, other saints and run with them um, to strengthen me, encourage me, keep me on the right path. How do I do that? If you're truly disconnected from any other community, I think the first is to pray, is to pray and ask Our Lady, bring me my tribe, as it were. Bring me the people that are going to help me grow and holiness. I think the other um, one of them is is to look and see what's going on at your own parish, yeah, or in your diocese. That's exactly right. Um, to see where there are groups that are gathering, where and and you know that can be hit or miss. You're going to find some really good things. You're going to find some milk toasty, um, watered down things that aren't going to do much, but at least connect you to some nice folks. Yeah. Um, so that's a good place to look. What's happening already near me? Um, I think also looking to what kind of faithful resources are out on the internet. Yeah. Because um, there is a lot. You know, we have we provide a lot of formation, and and it's uh, some of it is strictly online. Others of it is in person. You know, where the online piece is. The, the entrance through spiritualdirection.com. Mm-hmm. So that creates a kind of community, at least in that you're drawing forth to others that are creating content yeah. that you can start there. So you're not just winging it. And so you can take and absorb that. You can draw a little closer into classes at Avila Institute, where then you're in a class with others and you're communicating that way. And then we took it to the ultimate step, which is, is then we created the community of Apostoli VA, or the Lord inspired it, brought it forth. And we have both local prayer groups, and then we have a, um, a time where we gather for formation, you know, twice a month uh, online, and that creates community as well. And we have a site where we all communicate. It's the anti-Facebook site, where it's really about drawing together, supporting one another in prayer and formation and encouraging one another. Um, so, you know, th- those are some ways that I can think about of how to find community. Yeah. If you're interested in Apostoli VA, you can, it's A-P-O-S-T-O-L-I-V-I-A-E.org. You can find it there. It's, 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 uh, I think it's pretty much spelled as it, it sounds. Um, did you have something Mm-mm. else? Okay. So the next question is, it relates to this and I'll take a shot at this and see what your thoughts are. How can I discern which spirituality should I pursue in community life? So this is a good question. So what does that mean? Well, there are all kinds of 
beautiful spiritualities in the church and they're like different facets of the diamond right they're all good and they all have all their different emphases so you have franciscans dominicans opus dei carmelites you know uh, all, benedictines all of that one of the ways you can discern which spirituality you should pursue is to begin reading saints deliberately in specific spiritualities right so if you're going to read uh, in the Dominican spirituality, you could read like Garigou Lagrange. It's a great idea. He's not a saint yet, but he's very holy and he's a scholar in that realm. But of course, you can read about the saints' lives in there. Um, if you're interested in Franciscan spirituality, I'd read St. Peter of Alcantara. There's a great book called Finding God Through Meditation that I brought uh, back into print by St. Peter of Alcantara, who was a Franciscan that um, influenced St. Teresa of Avila. Uh, so there are, in, in, in the Avila Institute, it's interesting, our goal in the Avila Institute, though we, the founders, uh, Dr. Lillis and I, are Carmelite uh, primarily in our spirituality, we are trying to represent all the spiritualities as best we can through faithful teachers who, who are good in those spiritualities. So mm -hmm. uh, we have uh, Benedictine that teaches for us, uh, uh, Father Boniface. Hicks, we have um, a Dominican, Father Ignatius Schweitzer from the East Coast province of the Dominicans. And you can take courses through that also cover all of the uh, spiritualities in general, right? Uh, we have survey courses in graduate level. So, so, so you can read books by themselves. You can take courses. Uh, the other thing is you can go visit those communities in your area. I'm, I'm pretty sure it won't take too much time in any major population area to find a Dominican, third order Dominican group or a third order Carmelite or third order Franciscan. And uh, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You Anything know, you would add it, to that. Well, no, I was just thinking back to my own journey and figuring out who my tribe was. And, you know, somebody who knows us now may think that's funny, but at the beginning we didn't have the Epistoli VA community. Right. Um, and, and you and I were figuring it out. We were in spiritual direction by good holy priests. And, um, you know, we were, you know, dabbling in, in a number of different aspects of the Catholic faith that were kind of awakening things in, the, in us. But I think you always pretty much knew since coming into the Catholic Church that you were Carmelite. Mm -hmm. I wasn't so sure. You know, at, at the time I was reading St. Catherine of Siena reading the dialogue and it was at that time it was exploding in my head it was setting my heart and mind and spirit on fire and so i was i thought i was going to be you know third order dominican and um but i'm carmelite through mm -hmm. and through so you know that it that just came in time so we just you know we continued to explore and read and study and um and then we let the lord lead and so often Another beautiful aspect of find, finding your tribe or your your community is that so often that the saints choose us, we don't choose them. Mm -hmm. And so as we read and study, we will find that we keep being drawn, keep being drawn, and our hearts get set on fire. And then we realize, oh, this really feeds me. Every time I pick up St. John of the Cross, I'm I'm inspired, I'm encouraged, I'm so drawn in. And it really, it really uh, moves me versus maybe when I pick up another saint, um, it doesn't, it doesn't as much, right? So that's one of the ways to, 
to also figure out kind of where your spirituality is going by how the writings of those particular saints um, move you, inspire you, feed you, and and where you can you, where you know that you completely get where you get so much of your sustenance every time you go back to them. Um, whereas I can't get enough of Teresa and John, John in particular. Um, you know, that's that's another good indication. Cool. So when we get back from the break, we're going to talk about a few other questions that folks have given us on this incredibly important topic, because if you get community clarity and accountability all together, it's like rocket fuel for spiritual growth. So when we come back, we'll talk about dealing with issues of magisterium faithfulness. We'll talk about um, a, somebody who had difficulty going to a, to a local community that seemed a little dead or distant from uh, their their roots and how do we deal with those things so we'll be right back Hi friends, we want to personally invite you to check out all of our upcoming retreats here at Avila. Head over to spiritualdirection.com forward slash events or click on the events tab on the top of spiritualdirection.com and sign up now for one of our powerful mini retreats, setting the captives free or into the deep or divine intimacy in marriage. Now with both live and online options, our mini retreats can be live streamed right into your living room or parish meeting room. Discover why these events sell out time and time again. That's spiritualdirection.com forward slash events register today there is a growing need for well-formed solid spiritual directors in the church today the avila institute in collaboration with heart of christ spiritual direction program offers a certificate in spiritual direction for those who feel called to accompany others in their journey towards god the program is grounded in ignatian and carmelite spirituality based on a catholic worldview and draws on the wisdom of the saints with an emphasis on biblical principles in the new evangelization this program offers both online and on-site classes Discover more and apply today at avala-institute.org. This is Dan and Stephanie Burke. Welcome back to Divine Intimacy Radio. We're talking about one of the three uh, secret conditions, the secrets uh, of different conditions or within which you live or environments within which you live that can really make a huge difference in your spiritual life. And those environments or those realities are one of clarity, which is uh, a deliberate and consistent study of the interior life. So you know what's true and you know what's false and you can cling to what is true. Community, which we're talking about on the show today, and the third one is accountability and the different forms of accountability. But uh, And in community, interestingly enough, you get accountability as, and clarity if mm -hmm. it's a good community. You get all three in one bundle. Right. So the question is, uh, how can I know if a community is faithful to the magisterium? And this one is challenging because you're going to have to ask some questions that could be uncomfortable. The The unfortunate reality is, well, the, the, the fortunate reality or the good, the blessed reality is there are faithful expressions of every one of the major charisms or all the charisms in the church. Um, there are faithful expressions out there that you can find that are vibrant and that, you know, I've done retreats for uh, Carmelite groups and, and uh, I know uh, third order Franciscan who's on fire for the Lord and very faithful. Um, so they're out there. Um, 
But how do I know if they're faithful to the magisterium? Well, what does that mean? Well, it means that they're actually going to teach in, within the bounds of what the church has always taught or the founders of those particular charisms have taught. And the way you deal with that is you ask them what I would call bellwether questions. There are questions that tend to, if, if they don't get these right, they're not going to get other ones right, right? So what are those? Um, one of them is, what does your group teach about contraception? And they might say, well, we don't teach contraception, about contraception. You can say, but what does the leader or the, you know, the order that sponsors your group believe about it? You know, um, what does it believe about uh, the priesthood? You know, it, it, does it believe that the priesthood, because Jesus, its founder, uh, and, and the one whom the priest represents is male, and thereby, and there's many other arguments, of course, that are proper that the male that the priesthood can only be male. Do you believe in only male priesthood? Um, I don't know. Any other questions come to mind, Steph? That uh, that are really kind of reveal a, a lot about a particular group that you could ask. Um, you could hmm. ask, do you believe all the teachings of the church? Right, right. I mean that that was that was huge for me. I mean, just even waking up as a Catholic, and and I want to. To say, you know, to those, because I've been there. Listen, I, I was very uh, lost and confused in, in my own understanding of Catholic teaching and who I was supposed to be as a Catholic all the way up until I was 38, 39 years old. Yeah. Um, because I didn't understand. I, you know, I had a priest tell us that we've lost generations to poor catechesis. So if, if you're not clear on those matters either, um, Take courage and lean in and figure out and what the, the catechism. Yeah, yeah, figure out what the answers are. Read the catechism. You have a responsibility, um, not only for your own salvation to figure it out, but for those that you care about and you yeah. love to to say, okay, you know, do I believe what I've heard about the Catholic Church or what I think they teach, or what is it that they really teach, and um, you know, figure that out. But the these are a couple of areas that are really important because every uh, it's truth, you know, and, and if you don't hold on to the truth, everything else starts to kind of unravel because if it's okay to contracept, if it's okay um, to, you know, select, you know, kind of how you're going to accept life and you're not open to life. And then if, if it's okay to pick and choose what your priest looks like and what gender uh, um, they're going to embody, then everything else starts to unravel because then, then, then it's, it's not man true. deciding what's right. going on instead of God. we must stand in truth. Right, and when we stand in truth, we're safe, and and everything else builds life around from that. We know? don't want to face the God of the universe at the end of our life, having made up a totally different God and worship that God. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. So when we want to worship the one. Uh, who he is, is Jesus, the, the second person of the Blessed Trinity. He's given us magisterium and teaching since the beginning of the church that we can rely on and, and is tested, of course, by time and is clear and true and beautiful. And we need to adhere to those things. Yeah. So the next question is um, uh, a little different. Let's see. I have tried to go to a local traditional community. I won't name and they just seemed more to be a club 
versus a true community, which is interesting. Mm. Um, when I read that, I went and looked up an article that I wrote called Club or Charism, mm. which you can find out at apostoleva.org. In the blog section, you don't have to be a member. You just uh, go to the site and search in the little, using a little search. And I wrote it because many people... I don't want, I want people to know ours is not a spiritual club. What right. does that mean? And I don't know if, if you feel free to jump in on this, but a club is, is an association of persons who come together for a common purpose and they meet periodically, right? And so you can have a club that isn't a true charism. What is a charism? A charism is a gift from the Holy Spirit given in a particular way to an individual or to a group for the purpose of building up the kingdom of God. So it's imbued with the power of the Holy Spirit, the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, right? It's evident. It's right. alive. It's right. vibrant. Right, right. Okay. But a club, so you might have a club that likes Carmelite spirituality and that all gets together and they're good people and they talk about good things, mm -hmm. but they're not really living the Carmelite charism. They're not learning how to live it. They're not being challenged to always go deeper. There's not constant formation. A charism is going to have all of those vibrant, you know, mm -hmm. lights in it. A club that is kind of a spiritual club will have spiritual things, but you'll notice pretty quickly that uh, it's going to go dry or it's, it's shallow. I mean, we won't say which group, that we visited when you and I were first looking for charism, but it was a traditional one. We don't mean traditionalist. We mean like the older orders like Carmelites mm -hmm. and Dominicans and Franciscans. And we visited this community and, and there were some folks we knew or wonderful people, but it was just like that. It was very dry, dead, not vibrant, you know. I, I was actually pretty devastated and it, it caused some pain, you know, for us both mm -hmm. because, um, you were you were just trying to help us find you know where right. our place was and i came away going if that's what that means i don't want nothing to do right, with it right because right? i could feel the lack of life in it mm -hmm. um there was no light there was no there was just oh i can't do this <laughs> this <laughs> is not right you know you know in your core um that there's no life going on in that in that situation and so um, that's, that's a, that's a red, you know, a red flag. Um, it's, it's not going to change. It's not going to get better. If you don't walk in and feel the light of Christ and see the light of Christ in people's eyes and in their lives. Um, and if they're not growing in the Lord, then it chances are, it's just a club drawing together of good, nice people who are maybe reading or they have a particular bent towards certain saints or spirituality, but that doesn't mean it's changing them or changing the world around them. Perfectly, And that yeah. is very, very important. If it doesn't change them and change the world around them, and they're becoming just kind of insular, uh, turned in on themselves, they don't grow, they don't, they don't grow, they don't, they're not on fire. Yeah. And, and here's another thing is, is if they get defensive when people try to leave, that's a problem. Yeah. Well, that's you know, a little that's more a of a cult. Yeah. Right? yeah. 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 No, we've had folks, uh, we had two folks who recently discerned out of Apostle Via because they both felt called to Dominican spirituality mm -hmm. and they still take part in some of our formation and they're still yeah. friends. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you're interested, I didn't, you know, I didn't anticipate making this a commercial, but 
if you are drawn to the Carmelite saints or drawn to deeper prayer and you're interested in a true charism, God be praised, check out apostoliva.org, A-P-O-S-T-O-L-I-V-I-A-E.org. So the degeneration of a charism, which is also in this article I wrote about clever charism, comes when the intensity, and this kind of gets to your point, the intensity of the life of the founder is diminished. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, if you go join a Franciscan group and they and you don't uh, uh, learn about poverty and living a deeper kind of poverty, which means even if you're wealthy or if you're, you know, if you have a lot of means, learning to give away more than the average would give away, learn to implicate yourself in the lives of the poor, right? Then it's probably not a true, it's truly sacrificial. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it's lost its way from the charism. Well, and and what I found that was really beautiful because we have a connection, um, beautiful friends in the Franciscan Friars of the Poor of Jesus Christ. They're awesome. Beautiful, beautiful community. I just love them. Love, love, love you wherever you are. Mm -hmm. um, and when they, when they, when I leaned into them, just as a community, just as as friends walking together, and um, they had explain to me a little bit more about St. Francis. And when you truly find out who he was, mm -hmm. oh my goodness, like incredible saint, incredible mm -hmm. saint. Um, if he has been reduced in some group as, uh, as a garden figure mm -hmm. uh, that holds birdseed and, and it's just about kind of living a safe, you know, soft kind of cushy um overweight life that that's not saint francis um so anyway i don't know where i'm going with that but that's where I went. <laughs> <laughs> right, right no you, you you were just building on what i was saying is is the degeneration of the charism yeah when you read the saint it, you should ask the question is there a vibrant life yeah. if you go to a carmelite group do you see people on fire for prayer wanting to teach others about prayer uh, seriously committing it to it themselves you go to a Dominican group. Do you see people studying moral and dogmatic theology? And, Teaching and preaching on and, fire. Right, right. right, <laughs> you right. Know? That's what so, it ought to be. So check out the article if you want to learn more, Club or Charism, out on ApostoliVA.org. And if you want to find out, we have local groups all over the world, Australia and Canada. And all over the U.S. Yeah. All over the U.S. Um, and it's Carmelite spirituality primarily. So with that, our show has come to an end on community and how to find one, and this great secret of growing uh, in the faith. And I think you're going to take us out. Okay, so until next time, may the God of peace make you perfect in holiness. May he preserve you whole and entire, spirit, soul, and body irreproachable at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. learn more about the interior life, visit spiritualdirection.com. Divine Intimacy Radio is a co-production of EWTN Radio and spiritualdirection.com and heard worldwide on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.